So welcome back to California, Steve. Thank you. Second year in a row. It's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, and we have a few more people coming this time. Yeah. These people, I don't know. I don't know any of them. I've been so... Uh, well, you know Michael. Seals. I do know Michael. Yeah. So Michael's coming. Know. He lies I, tomorrow. I, I, had a, I had a good time with him in San Francisco. You met uh, Everett, right? Who? Everett. He's the guy from 40 and 20, the podcast. When, when, when would I have met him? One of the wind-ups, maybe? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, I don't think so. Oh. I think that I'm, I've been kind of out of it with the brands, with the yeah. wind up, with everything. Yeah. Well, so you'll, be, you'll like it'll it. Be, yeah, He's it'll cool. be good. He's cool. And then um, Ben from Imperial Watch Company. And I think that's You it. know him, right? Well, we spoke on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. He's cool. No, Michael and I had a good time. I, I want to say it was... Yeah, you guys went to that. 2019 with John. That club. Yeah, John yeah. and I, we, we bolted from like one of the watch yeah. kind of... the. the the herd of watch enthusiasts went one way and then yeah. John we and some Michael laser, and I, we, we went, went to some laser dance show. Yeah. yeah and then I, I remember I sent you guys a photo on my yeah. phone. I was like, come out here. And you're like, no, we're going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, a, that, that was, was a fun. fun time. I think that was San Francisco. Yeah, it yeah. was. All right. So you got up at three thirty AM. Yeah. You flew over. I caught the 7 AM flight yeah. out of Kansas city, which yeah. Jerry and I have done that to wind up as well. And that, that first flight out of Kansas city because we're about 45 minutes from the airport, we got to leave early. So mm-hmm. we, we, that three 30 in the morning yeah. deal for a seven o'clock flight. Um, and then the two hours, um, Time I, difference. Gained, I gained back yeah. two hours in addition to the daylight savings that just happened. Yeah. So yeah. I've just fucked. It's oh. bright and early. It's bright and early. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a, like a cuss jar. You have to beep that. <laughs> so okay. Put, what you do is you pile your money yeah, on the yeah, table. Yeah. yeah. And when you cuss, it goes to, it goes to me. Uh, I'll put a dollar for for every every cuss word, <laughs> yeah. and then that'll go to you guys for food later. Should be like or a beers. twenty. Yeah. It'll make you yeah. think. Okay. Well, then I'm not gonna swear at all. <laughs> that, that won't be any fun. Anyways, yeah, the weather's similar here right now. Although Kansas City's oh, gonna no. hit seventy five today. And then tonight it's going to drop to 29. Yeah, we have a lot yeah, to talk not, about because I just came good. back from Kansas City. Yep. Um, yeah, so a, how was that? You went to Steve's office. Well, I need a drink first. Yeah. It's like, what, 7 a.m. right now? Okay, yeah. It's All right, so, it's so we're at my place, and Wes is supposed to bring beer, but he didn't. So all I got is all I got is wine. And then Steve's like, I don't like wine. This guy? Yeah. It's a Chianti, so spaghetti as well. Here, you and I can drink wine, Steve. Oh, come on. Can you give me the wide open representative there too? It's this guy, right? No, no, no. Okay. It's um, one of the old fashioned thingies. Probably this one. All right, so this is a really fancy brand of red wine. It's, uh, I believe it's pronounced Cooklond. Cooklond signature. So Let me see that. I'm treating you really well today. And there's a beer. Oh, Kirkland. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kirkland. The uh, Costco. Um, hey, hey, hey. Hey, we, hey. For our open houses, we bought Costco scotch, Costco tequila. Uh-huh. It's Kirkland. not bad. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not bad. really good. Yeah. Look, I just can't justify paying like 20, 30 bucks for wine because I drink a bottle a week. So think about that. That's like a bottle of whiskey every week. Can't do it. I'm too poor for that shit. Oh. <laughs> well there's two dollars in the oh three dollars actually that's 40 
So, uh, Italian wine, baby. Let's do this. So this is a Bloodline IPA. Oh, it's no, a- Kirk- Kirkland's makes IPA too, but Jerry mm-hmm. and I were talking about that the other day, and that there's some things that's worth to save money on, like the wine and the tequila, but the, the beer beers. is like, why would, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the yeah. regular good known IPAs are not that expensive, yeah. so yeah. why would you buy the Kirkland's? Yeah, Jerry should really come next year. He was going to come this time. Um, yeah, he, uh, he, yeah, he had to shoot a wedding. Yeah. And then Ryan was going to come, and Ryan got sick. Yeah. Bill Yao was supposed to come. Bill Yao was supposed to be here right now. We were supposed to do a podcast with these oh two. Oh, my God. Well, we can talk about Kansas City and Los Angeles, because yeah. that's what we're going to do. And mm. Colin just got back from Kansas City. Yeah. so Which is cool, because I like it when you guys get to come out and see and experience a little bit of my town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my town. Y- you got to do a couple restaurants that... One that, one that I recommended and the one that I wanted to go to that you ended up beating me to it. Oh, so but he good. didn't he didn't try uh, Oklahoma Joe's. Well, that so we get, yeah that too. Those, those are the, top they, top restaurants. Yeah. So the issue was I just had barbecue right before I left for KC. I had it's not a, the same. It's not the same. I had, I had, some, <laughs> I had Heritage Barbecue from uh, San Juan Capistrano. It was really good. Um, I'm pouring the wine like beer. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, this is a giant glass of wine. Man. Okay. That's okay. Cheers. So, yeah. Cheers. All right. Yeah. I want to hear about this trip. Yeah, so I had to go there because, not for fun reasons, um, Melissa's uh, family is, like, she, she's from there. My wife, quote unquote. It's so, so weird saying that. But, um... She's from there, so her family's there, and her grandma got sick, so we had yeah. to go over. And then, yeah, she, did you know he got married like the day before yeah, we yeah, left to yeah, wind? Yeah, up? he told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got married, and then had wind up the day after. So that was my honeymoon. Yeah, had it with a bunch of dudes. It was great. <laughs> and then came back, had went straight to KC after that, and was like in the hospital, just you know. When you were down there by KU Med, which is actually a cool part of Kansas mm-hmm. City, yeah, there's a lot of restaurants down there. They've they've rebuilt a lot of that area. The hospitals, you know, there's oh, a it's a great of, area. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of you know money poured into that mm-hmm. part of town, and they have some of the best restaurants down yeah. there. So I told them about the Vietnamese cafe on mm. 39th Street, but which you went to, yeah. But then you went to the original one down the on one on Campbell Street, Campbell Street, which is in the Vietnamese neighborhood. Yes, yeah, it's definitely more rundown it, up yeah. there. But it's, man, it's I went, great I went right before the airport when I, uh, flying back to L.A. The place was packed, like they. It's always um, packed. You're so always sitting next to strangers, and it used to be a lot smaller, right? Like half the size, and then they expanded. That's what Melissa was saying because mm-hmm. she used to go there all the time, and then it was packed. Like there's a line to this random Vietnamese cafe, and like. Wherever that area was, yeah. so That's, I get I go there, I get my food, I finish my food, and then suddenly I start feeling something funny down in my <laughs> down in my bowels. I'm like, this is legit. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is well, this is authentic Vietnamese food for sure. So my mom grew up near that area too, and it used to be the Italian district. And so if you go outside the restaurant, there's the fire hydrants are painted like Italian flags. And the original Garozzo's uh, Italian restaurant is down there. And so mm-hmm. there's still some little Italy down there. But out in the 60s or 70s, the, the Vietnamese moved in the, the, that area. So there's grocery stores down there and um, like businesses. So you come out of Viet- Vietnam Cafe and there's like a Vietnamese accountant right across the yep. street. 
but then you look at the fire hydrants and their Italian flags. Oh, so it's, it's kind of a, a mixed neighborhood, but yeah. Um, yeah, my mom grew up not far from there. Um, but it's cool. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, if you go to that restaurant in the summertime, it's really authentic because they don't run the air conditioner. Oh man. It's so just, it feels just like <laughs> it's Vietnam. Just, it's just yeah. like Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fan. They just run a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really interesting car ride after that to the airport. It was uh, quite stressful. I was really nervous because I oh, cause was not feeling stomach. well. Got to the car rental return, ran to the building. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the, the bathroom was like just right there and just ran in. Uh, yeah. I felt oh, so much so, better. You know, and when I went to Vietnam in 2015, my friend was giving me a tour. He lived in Saigon <laughs> and I got sick. And I, I tried to tell him the next morning because I was up all night. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm not, I'm not well. And he said, this is normal. <laughs> I said, no, no, I know what normal is. <laughs> I, I know what you mean by normal, but this is not normal. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we had to go to a pharmacy and pick up some meds. Yeah. Damn. But, I, you know, I snapped out of it like less than 24 hours later. I was, I was that when you were 80% better in the bathroom with the door open because it was yeah, too dark? Yeah. And the power went out. Yeah. And the lady was looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote about that on my blog. So yeah. you can read the whole story on oh. ravenwatches.com. Right. Okay. Stories. Yeah, so KC. So I want to hear uh, about this German restaurant. Oh, that, that was my recommendation, and I've never been there. Yeah, so I actually had a reservation for that place the first night I was there because it looks so good. And there's no Austrian food in LA that I know of. There's a few German restaurants. They're not that great. They serve beer. That's the best thing they do. But the mm. food is like meh. So this is we, an Austrian been, restaurant. What, was this the place where you sent the picture with the potato salad, like the the really yes. legit? Yeah. So yeah. like, I don't think there's an actual Austrian restaurant in, in Los Angeles. There's there's like a Wursthaus, which is German. They have Rosselbach yeah. in West LA. That's like about it. Yeah. And then you got the the hot dog place, but that's not like that's not Austrian food. Mm-hmm. So I go here. What, what's the difference? I don't actually know. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, yeah. he's Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> so they serve Arnold thigh. They have a picture yeah. of Arnold with his speedo on, like from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Austrian food's like schnitzel. It's it's yeah. very similar, but they're just they have schnitzel. They have like the boiled beef. Mm. They have you know apple strudel. They got their chocolate cakes. Mm. It, it's all very similar, but yeah. I'm sure there's subtle differences. I'm not. I think it's like the difference between Kansas and Missouri or California and Oregon. Mm. Right. <laughs> not much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so how, how was it? Oh man, it was great. You should go. Yeah, I will. Well, we'll, we'll will. go yeah. next time we go to KC. We'll Did they have yeah. big beers, one liter beers? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get that because I was driving, but but it looked like the ceiling was like high wood, like like the beer halls. Like, so I sat in the bar area. I didn't have a reservation because I didn't know that was a, you had to do that. I thought that was like a big city thing. Yeah. But then this was, was like one of the most popular restaurants in, in the area, so obviously yeah. there are no seats available. So I sat at the bar. Um, yeah, you still need that in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can just walk in. It's like a Thursday night. It doesn't matter, but whatever. What, was it in the city? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like nine it's behind minutes. behind the old train station, right? By, it's by literally station. right next to Union yeah. Station. So when, when we went, we didn't actually go into the city. We were just oh. hanging out around like Steve's no, office okay. area. Okay, she's yeah. pretty cool. And, and our, our yeah. hotel was like in... Um, What's that area? You called? were you were by me in uh, Leewood Overland Park. Yeah. We're about thirty minutes south of the city. Yeah, yeah. you were in uh, Town Center Plaza, yeah, a, which is a really yeah, cool, very area. nice place. Yeah, yeah. But I want to see the city next time. Yeah, yeah. Got to go downtown. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was living next to Westport, which is uh, you can you told me yeah. the history about the whole place, but it's a bit more seedy. But there's some bars there. Yeah. Mm. It's got a CD lot of history. Like LA. 
It's like every part of LA. Yeah. It's, it's always been a bar. Like I told Colin, I'm like, I think it's been a bar district since the 1800s <laughs> because it's where all the people heading west yeah. came to wagon up and buy supplies. And it's stuff. a west port. Yeah, it was the west port. It was before Kansas was a state. Mm. So they actually, that was the end of America. And yeah. then you, you went out into onto these trails. Yeah, well, what trail, is that history Indian again? Trail. Like, there's a, the city, it's one city, but there's a border that goes in the middle, right? Because there are yeah, two Kansas, so Kansas cities. Well, Kansas City was a city before Kansas was a state. So okay. Kansas City was established before the state of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because why the Why'd can- they divide it, like, down the middle? Um, like, for the, for the, the state line? They, well, because Missouri ended there, I guess. Mm. And, and then they had Kansas City was like your they used to call or they st louis is the gateway to the west because that's where lewis and clark kind of took off and that at that time i think was the end of the american states Mm. and then kansas was indian territory or it was called the kansas territory and that went all the way to colorado like to denver past denver and then when they established the state of kansas kansas city was already named kansas city Right. Yeah. Right. And then the line doesn't go right through the middle of the city. All of the downtown areas in Missouri. Yep. Oh. And that follows the river. So like once you hit the Missouri River, that's the border. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's really interesting because like all the westward expansion of America came through there. Yeah. Like, to go to California, to go to Oregon, to go to Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. It all they all came through Westport. Yeah. Which is like our bar district now. I mean, yeah. it is yeah. a little bit. I got there on Saturday night. I was looking for food. That was the only place with, with like restaurants open at that time. It was like 10 p.m. Woo! It was lit. Really? I mean, yeah. like there's there were like clubs and then like lines like wrapped around the wrapped yeah. around the block. So what what kind of food did you find? I mean, it was just this crappy Thai restaurant. Oh. Hey, crappy Thai is good. Yeah. <laughs> my one of my favorite things to do in Hong Kong was go to this crappy Thai on the corner. Uh-huh. Wan Chai was like called Thai Hut, <laughs> and it's literally a street market. And Ralph and I would just hang out there on the corner, yeah, and uh, sit on the stools on the sidewalk and yeah. just eat the Seven Eleven beer, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, the cheap yeah. beers. But you know, Wan Chai. So like yeah. all the British guys are like spending too much on beers in the, yeah. in the bars, and we're just sitting on the sidewalk and yeah. eating Thai food. Yeah, there's a actually a pizza place right next to Thai Hut. Mm-hmm. So Ralph would always get the pizza and I get the Thai food. Yeah, man, yeah. I miss Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah I do too. But uh, I kind of yeah. wonder if I'm ever going to make it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the situation right now is not pretty. But the, anyways, the Austrian food is great. Yeah, I got my schnitzel, which I split up between two people because it's just too much for one one person. Yeah, it's literally, well, too much for two skinny little little people. Yeah, like, <laughs> but uh, got a schnitzel, got the potato salad, got the spetzla, and got sauerkraut. Mm. Got a nice dunkelweizen. I'm also got a almdudler. Is that a? It's like a, a. It's like an herbal soda. It's it's oh, like no no alcohol. No no no. Yeah. So it's like the second best selling non alcoholic beverage in Austria mm. oh, wow. behind Coke. It's really good. I have some really? in the fridge. Oh yeah cool. yeah. It's really good. And they have that. In, they have that in Kansas City. They do. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so now that we've both been uh, to Steve's office, we have to do something there. Oh yeah, we will right, for some, sure. Some we 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 always wanted to, but then COVID happened. Yeah. So the last during COVID. I moved into my new office in um, October of 2019, and then COVID happened. So I was um, 
I think that was right. Was it October 2019? No, it was October 2020. Just before October. Because I caught COVID early when, when I was down in... Uh, yeah, you were one of the early... A, like a volleyball game or something. Yeah, right? you were one of the early adopters. Yeah, my daughter, <laughs> her team just won for the third year in a row state, yeah. the state tournament. So three years in a row, they've won the state tournament. The first year we went was 2020. And we all got COVID, like mm. 30 of us. And, and so... Um, I came back and I actually didn't, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I, I like laid there and waited, waited for the, you know, waited for what the news was telling me, you know, I was going to die. I was going to lay there and die. And then <laughs> weren't like, you just watching like James May shows? On I did. I, I watched <laughs> all, I, I went down to my basement cause I, I got, uh, I didn't know if my family had it yet. They, they caught it too, but like it took them a couple of days. Yeah. So I was the first one to get the fever and I went down to the basement and I started watching all the old, um, top gear, top gear. Yeah. Like, from the 90s from whenever they started on I, yeah. I watched like dozens of top gears yep well then i got bored of that and uh, i'm like i'm going back to work so i there was nobody at my office we just moved in and so i went and built the bar yeah yeah so because i was like all the bars are closed all the restaurants are closed i'm built i built an eight foot bar so you've seen it you yeah. both have seen yeah. it now you've both it's you know, awesome. Colin and I yeah. had dinner. At I the saw bar. your eight foot bar. It's so quite impressive. What I guess what I was going at was was Jerry from Dryden Watch is a good friend of mine in Kansas City. Um, we started doing shows because leading up to COVID, we were doing Kansas City shows. We were doing um, one down in the Crossroads District downtown, where this this uh, whiskey distillery place called Lifted Spirits. They had invited us to do to show like wind up. But Did you ever was, do one at Boulevard? No, no. Boulevard's a good the the brewing company. Yeah, it's a really cool space. Yeah, I would but, always drive past their brewery um, when I was there. Yeah, no, they're big time. Huge, they're big time. Huge. I, and I, we would have to pay for that. But like Lifted Spirits, like they're mm. like just use our space. Like yeah. it costs nothing. They wanted us to be there to help mm-hmm. draw in more sure, people, yeah. right? To buy their whiskey and stuff. Yeah. So we were doing that, and then this other place in around Kansas City that is like this huge auto garage where these people have their cars and they it's a gentleman's club basically they they have a membership and they they keep their cars there and they hang out and there's like a restaurant it's a really impressive place like Mm. huge and they have a restaurant in there and a bar and a coffee shop they were like they had us come out and set up tables and show our stuff and they had like live music and stuff so all that was going on up to covid and then it all stopped Mm. and so you know whatever uh, six months into a year into it, Jerry and I were like, let's just do our own thing because nobody's doing anything. So we started doing open houses Yeah, at my office. Yeah. So that's what I'm leading up to is like, we've done three or four now mm-hmm. open houses where we just say, Hey, open house. We set up our booze, whoever wants to come. And no. I think the first time we had a ton of people and we're like, we're getting 30 to 40 people. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like, like to just show up and talk, hang out. We'll yeah. do a big one next year. Yeah, in July because we have a Kansas City Red Bar group. I could, t- you know, with you guys coming, the the Red Bar guys had come. Yeah, the regular customers and friends. Yeah, maybe would we come. can get like Justin to drive out as well from. St. Yeah, Louis. that's like a yeah. four four hour drive. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I, 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 they just reminded me of when I went out there for. I went out and hung out with Monta and Justin and Mike years a few years ago, and it was a great. Yeah, it was a fun trip because that's a four hour drive. Is mm-hmm. it four or three? It's four. Yeah. But that's nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we should do that. We'll do KC, St. Three. Louis. It's not then, far. St. Louis is not yeah, far. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. 
Yeah. And St. Louis, Kansas City, they're very similar. We're like small. Like if you go to New York City, you know, it's just big. Yeah. But the style of buildings and architecture and the time period and all that is similar. So yeah. you can kind of feel like you're in just a little pocket. I've never New been. New York. Never been. To St. St. Louis? No, I, haven't, it's, it's, I haven't been to most of America. It's very similar yeah. to Kansas City with the okay. with like the age of the buildings. Gotcha. And, yeah. You know. I know you've been to like almost all 50 states, but I haven't. Yeah, but I mean, I hit um, St. Louis, uh, Kansas, and then Denver for the first time when, when we drove through. Mm. Yeah. Because usually we do either the top or go through uh, Texas. Yeah. Never gone through the center, but it was fun. I like it. Yeah. 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 And really, the, I mean, I always tell people, like, I've lived most of my life in Kansas, is that drive from Kansas City to Denver is just I-70. Yeah. That's not Kansas. So you have to get, like, off I-70, yeah. either north or south. A lot of stuff to the south of I-70. And you take these Kansas highways, and there's just really cool stuff out yeah. there. What's that Small one? Town. What's that one town called that you wanted him to go to? Which one? It, it was... Um, Jan, do you remember what it was called? It's like... Was it like... It, it wasn't far from... Kansas City. Was it like yeah. Lawrence or Manhattan? Or? No, no, no. No. Was it like Cowboy Town or something? Yeah, it was like a really old town. Um, it was like two hours away from KC. Two yeah. hours is, is about Manhattan. That's where I went to college. Hmm. Uh, that's a cool town. Yeah. It's, a, it's all big city it's boy. It's a college town. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, they have a lot of little random turnoffs yeah. the highway where you drive like 20 minutes, two hours, mm-hmm. and then there's like random stuff. Like yeah. there's that, there's there's that tons one area of where stuff. there's all these like rock formations because it all it was all underwater at some point yeah that's out near colorado that's mm. monument rocks and Castle yeah yeah, rock. rocks, yeah yeah that's 40 minutes and you're on dirt roads there's cows yeah. in the road i mean it's literally like the american outback yeah like it's not a gravel road it's a dirt road can so, I give, so it's soft and you just yeah can i give you guys my impression of the midwest as a city boy sure as a coastal city boy uh the weather is just doesn't make sense to me in what sense well like it's summer and winter in the i arrived day? And it was what, uh, I arrived, it was 70, 75, 80 degrees. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. It's I October. It was October, right? I arrived, it was 50 degrees. Was it November or October? It was just like last, last week, week, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was like November. I arrived, November. it was 50 degrees the first two days. The next day, the days after that, 75, 80, hot as balls. Then literally the next day, it started snowing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is going on? So First had, of all, I haven't seen snow in 10 years, so it's yeah. it kind of crazy. The snowflakes were ginormous. You actually saw snow? Yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, it was early morning, 6, 6 okay. 7 a.m. in Olathe. Yeah. There's a lot of snow. It can snow anytime from October till April. Yeah. But like a, th- a thicket of snow on top of the hood of my car. But it can also be 65 degrees on New Year's Day. Yeah. I don't get so it. So the, yeah. the, the, we have a saying in Kansas, if you don't like the, way, if you don't like the weather, wait, wait five minutes. Wait right? 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 That's and, very. And, that's and very tone. Like, oh, as you get yeah. older, you know, old people like to talk about weather. Yeah, and I do. I check my weather app all the time, and yeah. it's fun because, yeah. especially the thing is in Kansas, you don't have mountains and you don't have beaches. Uh-huh. You have the weather, so it's <laughs> the most. It's the most interesting thing because we have these yeah. awesome thunderstorms in the yeah. spring, right? Huge tornado, you know, hail, lightning. I mean, just today, forty degree drop. Yeah. So wow. today. Tonight, today is 75 degrees and tonight, tonight it's gonna it be will drop something. to 29 degrees. And yeah. actually there are times when these happen, it, like the drop's going to happen in the middle of the night, yep. but sometimes it happens in the middle of the day and you can go out and feel 
the temperature dropping mm-hmm. like by the minute. Wow. And the That's wind crazy. picking up and you're like, whoa, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going down. Real so, you know, so one day I was driving and then it was pouring rain. So like, the reason this happens yeah. is we're in the middle and we're between Mexico and Canada. Okay. So the, and what North of Canada is the, the Arctic and there's no mountains. There's no ocean. There's mm-hmm. nothing to stop this force of cold to just blow mm. straight down. That's what happened in Texas last year. Yeah, it I went see. all the way down to Texas and froze all their pipes. Well, then the Gulf of Mexico will push the heat back up. So that's why it just goes hot, cold, hot, cold. Mm. And so what, what I do on my weather app is instead of looking at storm tracker, I look at temperature mm. and the temperature will show the color and you'll see the blob of cold that's coming. <laughs> Right, and sometimes it's very narrow. It'll just like come straight down into Kansas City or into okay. Oklahoma. Yeah. So, so if we come in like July, so we'll, sometimes we're colder than Buffalo, New York, because it's a it's a U. It's a big wow. old U, right? So yeah. if you think about like, and then yeah. the East Coast is warm, the West Coast is warm, but the Midwest is cold because of the drop from the the Arctic. Yeah. yeah. So in July, what's the weather like? J- July can be like Hong Kong. Okay. Like hot, humid. humid. Ah, oh, fuck. Miserable. Sweaty. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's the thing about the Midwest is yeah. you, we have temperatures in this wintertime that are colder than Alaska can be. You can look at the, you know, when we have like negative degrees, sometimes I'll look around the globe and be like, it's colder here than it is in Moscow or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And in the summertime, it's hotter than like Thailand. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the past few months, you were just giving us the weather. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's <laughs> It's oh, gonna, oh yeah. you mean I'll text you the yeah, 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 yeah. Like, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. I'm like, damn. A lot of people don't, they don't, they don't get to experience that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so I experienced it. It was kind of weird. Um, but it was raining really hard one day, like super hard. I'm sure it's normal in Kansas. But like you couldn't see 10 feet in front of you on the highway. Yeah. In Kansas, drivers go f- even faster when it's raining. Yeah. It's so <laughs> weird. I was going the speed limit, which is ballsy enough for, from, for a guy from L.A., Driving in the rain, yeah. and speed people limit. passing you. Yeah, people were passing me, and I felt like I was holding up traffic, so I felt really self conscious. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, shit, am I going really slow? No, we're yeah, we do that, and we do that in the snow too. You know, like, but, but, <laughs> like you guys are going faster in the rain than when it's dry, and that's what kind of boggled my mind. Yeah, and I got off the highway, thirty mile per hour speed limit road, Rainbow Road or some shit, and then this guy was like, that's a sketchy neighborhood on my ass. <laughs> Like flashing and flashing his lights at me because I was going the speed limit and it was pouring yeah. rain. I'm like, damn, these That's guys are aggressive. And then in LA, when it rains, everything comes to it's a like halt. Half, half the speed, even when it yeah. sprinkles. That was that day I was heading to my wife's hometown. Yeah, because it was pouring. I actually, yeah, yeah. Drove, I drove slower on the highway. It was, it was scary. Super. It was rainy. It was bad. Yeah. I couldn't see ten feet yeah. in front of me. Really. I drove sixty five and I was getting passed. I was doing. I was exactly. I was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, the weather's that's that's a big deal in Kansas. We talk about the weather because the weather's extreme. Yeah, I mean we have hail. I I had hail break out my yeah. front windows and yeah. come into my living room like ice balls were were on my carpet because the, the hail broke all the windows. Jeez. Yeah, we had to get a new roof, new windows, everything. Yeah, so it, it's uh, you know like I said, we don't have anything else. Yeah, and then my other impressions. Um, I don't know. I mean, you got this right here. Yeah, now you have to move on to wine. Yeah, mm. you got to. Okay, the IPA is done. Now it's yeah. time for the. Chianti. You got to relegate to wine. Yeah. 
We also have a uh, another. We're gonna beer. talk about Italy here in a minute too, not just Canada. Are you going? You going to Italy? No, Colin is next oh, week. Oh yeah, and then we we have whiskey too. But I've yeah. been to. I went to Italy in the nineties. Hmm. Oh, you went to Naples, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. I went to Italy in the nineties. Must which, have been dirty. Which looking back on it, dirty it was. Never. I I think, like I saw the movie, um, all the money in the world, which was filmed in Italy, but it was supposed to be in the seventies, and. Um, that that hasn't that has a California connection too. It's about the um, Getty family. Mm. Oh, nice. And uh, but I watched that movie that's supposed to take place in the seventies. I'm like, that looks like Italy in the nineties. <laughs> so, so Italy in the nineties was like Italy in the seventies. Yeah. Think. I mean, we still used the lira, mm. like it wasn't on the euro mm. at the time. Oh wow. And uh, I was using traveler's checks, no cell phones, you know, pay phones. Yeah. It was it was a good time. Yeah. So where are you going? I'm going to uh, flying to Rome and then going straight to Florence and then I'll go up to Bologna. Mm. And you've been before, right? To all yeah, these. I've been before. So, so are you, are you going back to places that you miss? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Florence because yeah. I loved. I, I fell in love with that place Florence when I great. when I first went. But and you then, have um, you have like restaurants and bars that you know of already. The areas. Um, I want to hit up different spots mm. just because there's so many good restaurants. So like, it's it's hard to find a bad restaurant unless it's like. Right in the plaza where it's like super touristy. Yeah. But that's all of Italy. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Then I'm going to go up to Emilia Romagna, which yeah. is where Bologna is, and get my mind blown with the food. Nice. I'll let you know how it is. Yeah. I'm not exactly a big fan of the food that they specialize in up there, which is like lasagna, mortadella, yeah. tortellini. I, I'm not like really into that, yeah. but maybe my mind will be changed when I try it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a lasagna guy. I'm really not. Hmm. Have you, you guys lasagna well, guys? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never been to Italy, but it, I want to oh. go there to try what lasagna should taste like. I'll let you know. I'll report back. Yeah, but like mortadella is that just Oscar Mayer bologna? <laughs> you have to tell us. Yeah, so I'll let you know. Yeah, I've only had mortadella here, but I don't know if it's the same. Yeah, um, and it wasn't Oscar Mayer. It was, it was <laughs> I don't like the only dumplings I like are Chinese dumplings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna get some this week, right? Oh yeah, we'll get them. Yeah, some. so so what do you want to do while you're here? Oh, it's too too many things. But <laughs> my hot take: yeah. I only Chinese dumplings are, are are the best dumplings. Okay, I don't want pierogies. Pro- yeah, I don't want raviolis. Mm. I don't want. I like cheese ravioli, but I like I like dim sum better. I really don't yeah. like <laughs> Korean mandu. I really don't like that. Mm. Gyoza's all right, but that's because it's pan fried. It's Chinese. It's basically Chinese dumplings. But man, mandu is not good. Mm. That that's my hot take. Yeah, yeah, mandu, my, right? My memory of Florence, though, before we change over, was um, I was there in 1995, I think, and New Year's Eve. I was there for New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, and we were in Florence, Yeah, and we spent the night in an Irish pub. So it was an Irish pub in Florence. I think it was called the Fiddler's Elbow. We have to look it up, see if it's still around. But that whole night, they just played the Pearl Jam 10 album on repeat. Good. That's a great <laughs> so album. Every song was yeah. Pearl Jam all night long. That's one of those few albums where most of the songs are good. Yeah. yeah. So I hear that now and I'm just thinking, remember that New Year's Eve night. And then uh, the next day we woke up um, and drove to Rome. Nice. On a bus. Like student, it was a student trip. So we went down to Rome on New Year's Day, 1996, I think. Nice. And since then, you haven't. Have you been back to Europe? No. Yeah, I've been to Europe, but I haven't been back to Italy. Where in Europe? I went to uh, Switzerland, 
Constance, Lake Constance in Germany, which is on the Swiss border, mm. Schaffhausen, um, Austria, mm. uh, Santis, which is a mountain in the Alps. Mm. Um, that was all on one trip. That was a good time. But uh, no, I've not been back. A- after that, it's been Asian Asia. trips. Yeah. Asian trips for the last 10 years. So now that COVID's over, where, where would you want to go? Yeah, what's, you your, go? what's your first destination that you want to hit up? I The top of my list is probably to go visit my friend Ralph in Thailand. Mm. Oh, where, where is he in Thailand? Bangkok? He's in uh, Phuket. Phuket? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I would probably mix that trip to be like a Phuket, Japan or something. Yeah. Oh, you man. Know? Like, have you been? Let me Japan? let me join you. I've only you. flown through. Let yeah. me join you. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah can, you can join me. Go. Like, uh, I'm sure my brother would like I, to go because I took him to Hong Kong in 2019, yeah. and that was just a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, that so. was fun. I want to go to Japan so badly yeah. now that I have a newfound appreciation yeah. for uh, Japanese food and whiskey. I need to go there to <laughs> to start to appreciate Japanese. Okay, food. this guy doesn't like Japanese food. Which really, you got to get the pork cutlets and all kinds. I mean, of yeah, I like I like ramen, but uh, I guess the the quintessential, right? Like the sushis. Sashimi, like yeah. that stuff. I don't. I mean, I, I'll eat it, but I don't oh, really man. have an appreciation. I freaking love it, dude. No, there's, we're gonna go to some izakayas yeah. today or there's tomorrow. Some, there's some good sushi in Kansas City. Amazingly, there's some yeah. Japanese like traditional. Yeah, I mean, we places. went to um, the the hotel bar, which was a Japanese restaurant, and had octopus. Jian had octopus for the, for the first, first time. time. Live. Well, it was, it was with you and Tim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, we, we tried uh, to get a, a sea urchin. It wasn't sticking to your mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you did you feed Tim some like weird stuff? He's like, oh, I don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had like, I mean, in Hong Kong, he says the weirdest thing he had was the raw shrimp, which mm. normally mm. I don't eat raw shrimp. Shrimp shouldn't either. be raw. Man. Shouldn't be raw. It's like all gray. Even the Japanese cold. Yeah. <laughs> even even the Japanese don't eat shrimp raw, so you know that's an issue. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why I got brain fog. Yeah. But yeah, we had dim sum in Hong Kong. Was that Tim's first yeah, time he, having? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think I. T- I might have. T- we have a place in Kansas City that does good dim sum push the carts around kind yeah, of place yeah. and uh but that was a fun day yeah we, we had all the all those guys sitting there at the table um well what i want to do is izakaya with this guy we're doing korean barbecue tonight well not not real korean barbecue we'll go to like hamji park and get some you know like the pork neck stew gamjatang mm. and then the pork spare ribs mm. Ooh. and then we'll we'll maybe hit up dim sum on monday sure uh, which one though <laughs> I mean, there, there's not really that much good dim sum. In I mean, life. I know, but like we, we'll have to drive okay. to San Gabriel. Okay. We'll see. Maybe, we'll see. maybe not. It, it depends it, on how it's Steve not feels. a priority. Yeah, because yeah, it is far. It's we, like a we could do Lolita. Drive. If we're the, bored, the the one that I took you and Kren to. Yeah, the Sichuan place. Yeah, the which has surprisingly decent dim yeah. sum. We'll see. Okay. We'll play. We'll play by ear. Yeah. Sunday's wide open. I don't know what we're, what we're gonna do. Okay. But. Hmm. Does it, because you're here for longer, we do want to like actually take you. Around. Yeah, last year I got in this day at midnight, remember? Yeah. And we tried to hit the taco truck and missed it. Yeah, by like 15 minutes. Yeah, but we'll we'll get it this time. So yeah, yeah this time last year Michael's I got, staying across the street from that taco truck. Oh, okay, so, down in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. To the Westin? No, uh, Renaissance. He should be yeah. staying at the Vagabond, like I am. <laughs> Save some money. <laughs> Was it the Vagmon and the Dirt Dog? The Dirt Bag in. The Dirt yeah. Bag in. I mean, who's who can get a better rate than ninety nine bucks a night in yeah. Long Beach? I'm hoping no. I don't get bed bugs. There might be cockroaches yeah. in there. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. I might sleep on the towels. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. You want, want me to top you off? Yeah.
All right, so, so it seems like food kind of goes hand in hand with our culture, right? Or our watch and yeah, I think so. Watch, oh, watches, we, photography, yeah. travel, and food. And if yeah. I could do a alcohol, if we could talk about food the entire time, I would not be. Bored I mean, we could probably all. run a food podcast and make more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> food is what makes the world go round. We all need it. We all do it. We all eat. Yeah. And if you can't appreciate it, then you're missing out on a lot. I think. So speaking of the back to the German. Uh, Austrian sausage places. One of the best places I've ever been to is in Hong Kong. It's King Ludwig's down in uh, Jim Shachui. TST. TST. So Ralph, you know, he's German. And, and so one of the first years we went there, I, I was like, hey, let's go to the German place. And he's like, oh, I don't want to go to the German place. And I'm like, no, let's go. Let's go. And I finally talked him into going and he was like, this is really authentic. This is really good. Do we hit up of uh, Verskush after this, if sure. you want hot dogs, right? I don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but, want a rattlesnake uh, and rabbit? But to get to get German food in Hong Kong, it's just fun. It's yeah, just fun. They had the one yeah. liter beers. They had pork knuckles, sausage plates, all this stuff. And, yeah. and I've gone every year. Like yeah. that's one of our like we can't leave Hong Kong till we go to King Ludwig's next time we go if we ever go again. Oh yeah. man, yeah, I miss that place. Yeah. I miss Shenzhen. We got to go to Shenzhen together. Yeah, like you never been, right? Yeah, no, and you I've never been to, to the mainland, to, to Guangzhou, yeah. and like Dude. I was looking at the map again the other day, and like you know, people, you think of Hong Kong as a big city, but you look at the no. big picture, and it's so tiny. Yeah. Compared, it's just dense. That's the only compared to Shenzhen and, and Guangzhou. And Dude, stuff. Shenzhen, yeah. we had the best time back in what twenty. 17 or some shit 20. when we first went it was 2016 yeah you keep talking about the bugs eat the bugs the, the scorpions yeah, yeah. Oh. no 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 no. it wasn't it wasn't okay Ooh. that wasn't the fun part it was just that was like so china's like craft brewing craft brewery scene craft beer scene was you know on its you know starting mm -hmm. and in shenzhen it's Shen, shenzhen shanghai beijing shenzhen was like the third to adopt yeah this, it all this. started in shanghai yeah mm -hmm. but we hit yeah. up like three craft brewing places not all of them phenomenal, but like yeah, no, it was cool to see like the infancy it, of yes, the exactly. craft beer scene, though. Yeah, and it was all obviously it was all run by white people. And right? then we it's get like skewers on the side, uh, you know, just have a great time. We went to this, we found this speakeasy craft uh, cocktail bar on like the top floor of a hotel, and then yeah. it was like behind like a mirror. Yeah, remember we couldn't find it. It's probably come a long way since then. I don't yeah. like. I don't think you, we would know Shenzhen anymore if we went back. You literally couldn't, it was literally behind a mirror door. You couldn't find it unless you asked. Yeah. And then we had great cocktails up there. The, the lady cocktail girl was pretty cool. Yeah. Really cool, actually. Yeah. Um, we were just talking to her the whole time. I'd love to go back. Yeah. I've, I've, lately, I've been starting my Mandarin lessons again. From, um, it's surprisingly, he's surprisingly good. Really? It's kind of like a, it's like, a brain thing for me to do, you know, like some people do like puzzles and mm -hmm. oh, it keeps your brain fresh. Word puzzles oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And and I was I did some lessons years ago and then I stopped. Um cuz Mandarin doesn't doesn't go far in Hong Kong either. It's like no. people, you know, you got to figure out Cantonese when they fucking hate Hong you if you're Yeah, yeah. Mandarin. So you yeah. got to you got to figure out like you know, how to get a, get around in Hong Kong. But um they don't offer Cantonese language classes on online so if you go to like you know why because no, are, are you doing no one speaks it. I, they don't speak it no one speaks you doing duolingo or what like what what's the uh, uh like rosetta stone oh, or something okay. you know so yeah but yeah it's fun it's kind of like a puzzle yeah and so i started up again nice what was that uh the that massage story you had oh yeah so so that was years ago when i was 
take when I was like studying it. And my wife and I went to this Chinese like foot massage place in Kansas City, and you do side by side massage mm-hmm. and chair massages and stuff. And the um, like, I, there was verse. You know, they they teach you like on the lessons. There's very basic stuff you you're learning. Like this is a boy, this is a man, this is a woman. You know, this is a child. So so I got to the lesson where it's like is is the person sleeping not sleeping questions right mm-hmm. like ma adding ma after the and um so <laughs> i looked over and my wife was sleeping mm-hmm. during the massage and the the two ladies were talking in mandarin did they know you could speak no no i i just laid there right and i i looked over at my wife and i said shui jia ma they just stopped and they were like <laughs> and then they started like speaking Chinese to me and I didn't understand what they yeah. were saying. <laughs> but funny. I basically said, is she sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> but that was yeah. like funny because it was just straight out of the lesson. Yeah. But it's, it, those, they're useful because, you know, like I learned how to say like, uh, you know, picho. Yeah. You know, like, well, well was I a picho? Yep. Yep. I feel like you ordered in, in Mandarin at some places in Hong Kong. I swear like we, you ordered in Korean yeah. as well when we were yeah. at a Korean restaurant. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And you ordered in Vietnamese at another Vietnamese restaurant. There's a few words from. I mean, I yeah. went to I went to Vietnam. I went to Korea, so you pick up on a few words. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard. I mean, any language you t- try to take on is difficult. We were in a yeah. Korea, uh, an SF SF wine at 2019, and we went to a Korean restaurant. And you're like, Samgetang. I went. I'm the Samget. Oh no, the not the Samgetang. The you Yuke Jang. Yuke Jong. Yeah. 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 yeah and like you got a whole point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jong. Yeah. That was a fun trip. Jason was there. No. No, no. This no, is 2019. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Um, Jason was 2018. This is we uh, we walked through the, the, the ribeye district. Yeah. <laughs> the sirloin. The sirloin yeah, yeah. district. Yeah. The sirloin. The, the, the strip steak district. <laughs> I heard so many weird things about how they named that the tenderloin. And one of the yeah. stories I read online was that the cops used to not want to work that area. So the chief or the whoever, the captain would be like, if you work that area, you'll get an extra tenderloin. <laughs> like, like, like you get your paycheck and a yeah. slab of beef. <laughs> that was one of the stories. Tenderloin, that's not the superior cut. No. That is not the superior cut. Well, it's cut. not the superior area either. Yeah. Yeah. Ribeye is where it's at. <laughs> Ribeye and strip. Ooh, give me a strip steak every morning with some eggs. Yeah. I'll be happy, man. So you wanted to talk about a book you're reading too. Yeah. I think last time we podcast, we were talking about my brand Raven and some roots of Raven and yeah. how some of that was military and, and Rambo and didn't yeah. we get into some of yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I was listening to a podcast with uh, Jack Carr. You know who Jack Carr yeah. is? So he, he wrote The Terminal List. Yep. And he was, and I, I watched that series twice and that was great. He's very fresh, and and what I really like is that he's a he's an ex or seal, you know, past mm-hmm. Navy seal who didn't write about himself. Yeah, right. So you have all these like autobiographies or whatever. He's writing fiction. Mm-hmm. He's writing stories that are like Rambo. Yeah, right. And so he has a character and and all this stuff. And he has and I didn't know any of that. I watched the series on Amazon, and then um, and then I found out about him and then the other books he wrote, and then I was going to buy the book terminal list because i know that you can just get so much more out of the book than mm-hmm. this, than the video well then i was listening to his podcast and he interviewed the original 
author of First Blood, which I've got the book in my yeah. Uh, da- uh, David Morrell, I think his name is yeah. David Morrell, and I and the guy. I mean, I was like how old is this guy? Cause he sounds really sharp and energetic. And I'm like, I mean, he wrote this book in like 1972, right? Yeah. So I ordered the book right away and I've been reading it and it's just, it's so much different than the movie. Really? There's a lot, there's some similarities, but there's a lot of differences because the book is really good. And, and he sold it to Hollywood, um, like that year, mm-hmm. but they didn't, they didn't want to do the movie because it was too close. I mean, the Vietnam War, we didn't leave Vietnam until like mid 70s or early, you know, 1970, what, three or four or something. Mm-hmm. So he wrote that in 72. It was too fresh for them to touch it. Yeah. So uh, they waited. And then what's interesting is there were all these, you know, great actors that were lined up to play the part, like Steve McQueen and um, Michael Douglas and like um, he when, listened. When was the movie made? Well, the movie wasn't made until Stallone got it in 82. So okay. 10 years later. Yeah. So the book was 10 years before the movie. Yeah. And I don't want to give away the, I, if you like the movie, which I love the series and, yeah. and I love what Stallone did with, with the character, then you will love the book, but it's so much different than the movie. Okay. Like I'll give you an example. In the movie, Stallone doesn't kill anybody. People die. But he 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 tries to be hands off. He's trying to say like, "Hey, you did this to me. You know, you started this. Yeah, and you died because you're stupid, right? You you guys caused your own death. Like the guy falls out of the helicopter and whatnot. In the book, he's a killing machine. He kills him. Yeah, he just kills him. He slits their throat. He shoots them. Yeah, and and he's a killing machine. And there's a reason. There's only one book, right? Mm-hmm. There's, it doesn't go on from there. But yeah. in the you know in the movie, they made him out to be kind of the hero, and yeah. then that led to Rambo two, three, four, and five, mm. and this whole like story. But I think that the writer David Morrell is, is he has an interesting like if you go listen to the podcast on Jack Carr, it's really good. Yeah. Was he also a Marine or, or a SEAL? No, or? he was an orphan. So the, oh. the, his dad was in World War II and got killed on D Day. Oh wow! And his mom couldn't raise him, and he ended up an orphan, hmm. and he ended up. You know, and some so a lot. Some of his books are kind of like Jason Bourne, CIA kind of stuff, and some of his characters are like orphans mm-hmm. and people like him. Yeah, you know. How so, was the Terminal List? It was excellent. Yeah, I watched it twice. Yeah, because the first time I watched it, um, a lot of cool watches. Yeah, a lot of uh, Oris, yeah. Uh, There's a uh, the um, who's a San Diego one, uh, Resco. Yeah, he's Resco. wearing a Resco and. Oh, There's watches. Another... We're talking about watches now, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. First, yeah. first, yeah. first, it's been like what, an hour, and then we first finally started talking about oh, watches. So, yeah, let's get started with this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's wrist, do a wrist check. What's the wrist check? What's uh, the wrist check? Mine's uh, Raven Airfield. It's yours. Your yeah, personal Yeah, I brought that one. With the um, new dial. Yeah, and it's a, well, it's a mod. It has the yellow, uh, yellow yeah, yeah. It matches your, your new I've really gotten into modding it. lately. So, yeah. that bracelet taper is perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love how we're all the same wrist size too. It's yeah. the new gray dial, black hands, and yellow mm. second. Yeah, it's a cool look. All right, what yeah. what are we wearing? So Colin and I are both matched. Mm. We're wearing Marine Master three hundred on, on rubber straps. Marine Master yeah. on straps. Yeah. What year is your Marine Master? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can look that up online, dude. I don't. I'm, okay, I'm, the, I'm not a Seiko okay, expert. Okay. I don't know. The this reason bullshit. I know mine is because it's a birth year for my daughter. So it's my daughter's 17. This watch is 17. This was a 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Well, so, let me look it up right now. What's it? Seiko serial number uh, lookup? What did I Google? Well, you gotta um, you gotta go to the Seiko uh, serial number calculator online. All right, and then, and then you gotta punch in. You gotta you need your readers on because you yeah. gotta look up these numbers on the. Back. Well, I can still see it. <laughs> I can't. I can't see anything on there. I know my the year of my sixty one oh five. But so <clears throat> while we're talking about this, I, I I did buy the Seiko GMT Seiko five GMTs, the mm-hmm. new ones that came out. Um, and I, I haven't warmed up to it a whole lot, and I, I think I know why. It's kind of a. Bull- I thought you sold it. I thought you no, got I still it. have it. You do, but I, I, I. So I've just been sitting on it because yeah. I paid full price for it, and they've dropped. So I'm like, I don't want to sell it now because it's dropped a little bit. What um, don't you like about it? I think the number one issue I don't like is the glass bezel. I think it, it reflects weird. It's not. It's just not. I don't like it. Mm. Um. The 007 case is okay, but I like the Marine Master case better. Yeah, so, so you're doing this cool mod. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I went on to uh, one of the mod Namogi, uh, Namogis or something, mm-hmm. and I, I got a Marine Master 007 case, a double dome crystal, uh, new crown, new case back, um, and I'm going to basically transplant the new Seiko GMT into a Marine Master case. Oh, and I also got like a Rolex style black ceramic 24 hour bezel. Mm. So it's going to be a mix of Marine Master, Rolex, and Seiko, like Seiko 5. I think it'll be a cool mod. And what it does too is it brings the um, strap width back to 20 mils. Yeah. So I don't mind the big head, but I, I prefer the 20 mil bracelet. Yeah, I don't like the Seiko GMT at all. After I saw that, seeing yours was the first time I saw it. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I I just it doesn't do anything for me. I don't me think though. the SKX has a uh, aged super well. So like, the Marine Master case is much better. Exactly, and yeah. it's just everything about it. Yeah, and that's why Seiko charges more for it too. I yeah. mean, but that leads into what we're doing with the and the Raven Endeavor Two. So the yeah. Raven Endeavor Two has more of this kind of marine master grand seiko diver feel for it yeah and and that's what i'm kind of into yeah. yeah kind of bigger shoulders mm-hmm. you know let's get back to like more meaty dive watches and i was i was actually happy to see rolex bragging on their new their fat titanium big yeah <laughs> whatever they've done yeah. lately because it's like yeah i mean that's a real dive watch that's yeah. a big fat dive watch yeah you know, not, oh, is it 10 millimeters? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Go to Sears if you want a 10 millimeter. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so Steve, what what are some patterns, you were alluding to this earlier, but what are some patterns you've seen with the models you've put out, right? Like, like you were saying how the Trekker sells way better than the airfield. Is that just generally like fixed bezels that don't really sell? As well as, um, uh, as like the the more tooly yeah. dive watches, I'm trying to put my finger on it because I, I really like the new Airfield. I wear it probably more often than the Trekker, mm. especially with the new dial. Um, the Airfield. So in my my situation, the Airfield is like two hundred dollars cheaper than a Trekker, and same case, same bracelet, just Seiko movement versus Miyota movement. Um, and some other little differences, but the Trekker, yeah, at a higher price with a bezel, sells faster and better than an Airfield at a cheaper cost. Do you think if you and put a so a, I think looks wise, I I mean I they're both 
good looking pieces and yeah. I, I wear them both probably equally but I, I wear that airfield a lot but do you think if you were to put a, a dive bezel on this do you think it would sell I don't know if it's the bezel or the movement because I really like actually I prefer uh, regulating that Seiko over that Miyota oh really it's easier to regulate I think the Miyota is easier really I just I, think, I think the, the Seiko's easier I think really? the Seiko's yeah. easier because it's a bigger like the to touch the you know the right parts you regulate yeah. I'm not a watchmaker yeah. but I know how to regulate a watch so when, you, when you're pushing on those levers it's easier on a Seiko than it is on a Miyota. Yeah. The the adjusting bar on the a Seiko bar, is easier. Yeah, it is. Interesting. Yeah. And it regulates down to zero, just the same. Yeah. But I think there's just always has been this this mental thing that you high know, beat, right? You want high yeah, beat. Yeah, high beat yeah. or you Thinner. want you want the Swiss over the Japanese yeah. and, and I I mean I, I will always stand by that we get more returns on Swiss movements than we oh, do yeah. on Japanese. Yeah. yeah. I love the Miyota movement. Like it's yeah. my favorite movement. I like it too. It's accurate. I like it too. The only issue is that it gets magnetized easier because mm -hmm. it's not as anti-magnetic as the Seiko uh, movement. Yeah, but it's dead accurate. It's reliable. We've had no issues with it. Yeah, but I don't know. Back to your point about the sales, I don't know if it's the movement, the bezel, mm. because the case on the Trekker and the Airfield is the same case. Yeah, same size, same case. One's a bezel, one's not. Dial crystal's maybe? a little different. Dial's a little different. I love that. I love that airfield yeah. dial. Yeah. Especially the new one. Are like Flieger style watches not in? I, would I wouldn't say that's a Flieger style though. I mean, it's my take on a Flieger yeah. style, but like your IWC watch is a modern Flieger style. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to move on to scotch. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, you can pick from my scotch, my, my bourbon, my whatever. All right. Just keep going until I start doing backflips. <laughs> that's the bourbon. Yeah, are, are you a bourbon guy or a scotch guy primarily? Either one. You're a Woodford. You're a Woodford guy. Nixon. Remember the last time we had <laughs> the smoky ass scotch? Does ass is that a swear smoky word? Smoky ass. <laughs> Man, you guys aren't wine enthusiasts. I feel like I'm the odd one out. Can you grab me my snifter? It's up there. Yeah, it's up there somewhere. Thank you. Is it dirty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. We'll get some sausages after this. Sausages. Are we still recording? Or maybe some street tacos. Yeah, we'll do like another 30 minutes and then we'll... we'll, we'll you guys got a quick trip? Mm -mm. That's where we get the cheesy brats. No, no. On the roller. Roller, yeah, roller. We call it roller food. I don't even know what that we is. We have chevrons. Just go get roller food. Yeah, chevrons and shells. The closest thing we have to street food around my office is Quick Trip. Mm. And they got a whole like rack of. So it's like a gas station. Yeah, it's a gas station, but it has like brats. It's like um, uh, what's the Texan one called? It's a big gas station. It's it's like the. It's a big convenience store. They got pizzas. They even make milkshakes in there. Like they have a whole wall of Kill that. slushies. I'll have the Japanese whiskey, because it's superior. Steve, you should try this one. This one's really good. Actually, you should have this. Take this. This one's really good. We gotta finish it. What's this? The Kurayoshi. Yoshi. Kurayoshi. Yoshi. 
Yoshi. Like Super Mario Bros. Yep. You ride Yoshi. This shit's really good. There you go. Mm. That was old ass. What is this? Claremont McKenna. What's it called? It's a 1998 Chianti. McKenna. Henry. Henry McKenna. Henry Ten. McKenna, yeah. Yeah. All right, cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's good. Oof. We had some, so this, I got to get back on food. The thing about the restaurants and food in Kansas City is it takes us out of Kansas City. We have so many different ethnic groups in Kansas City, they've, and they've always been there. And like this Japanese uh, sushi bar over on State Line, 75th Street, it's called June's. And I went there like right out of college. And then a few weeks ago, some of my college buddies that I hadn't seen in like a couple years, they were like, we need to get together again. And I'm like, all right. He's like, we're going to June's. And I'm like, it's still around? Oh, I, I looked up, like, best restaurants in KC. June's was on there. So I forgot about this place. Totally forgot. I haven't been back in, since my kids were born, like 17, 18 years or something. And I, I drive up there. It's in a little different part of town. It takes me 20, 25 minutes to go up up there. And uh, and you walk in, and it's they've got this suit of armor, samurai armor, in a glass case in the lobby, right? I mean, you know it's, like, legit. And then they have all these back rooms that you sit on the floor. So you sit, and if, if you have bad legs, you know, there's a hole in the ground you can put your legs in, but you can just sit on the floor. I'm like, this is such a traditional sushi bar, and it's in Kansas City. And it's good? And it's good. It's legit? And yeah, we had like Japanese whiskey. Yeah. And I mean, had, I wouldn't know. I don't oh, like we had sushi, a whole, just whole mess of stuff yeah. to eat. Was, How's, uh, how do you guys feel about Indian food? We love it. We have a yeah. huge Indian culture. Indian community in, in Overland Park, especially. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, who, who who did I take the other day? There's a restaurant there called Desi Bites, and it's mm-hmm. like this, it's this social place for, like, the Indian community to hang out. Mm-hmm. So when we go in there, we're usually the only, like, non-Indian to walk in there. Yeah. But it's cool because you order on the TV screen like, like you do in other countries, and, mm-hmm. and it's packed. It's always packed, and you can get desserts. You can get beer. You can get meals. Yeah. Um, and it's right now. It's connected to a grocery store. So there's an Indian grocery store and then this Desi Bites. Yeah. Colin, um, you like Indian food? Uh, He's hesitating. Yeah. Why don't we you, know, you know it's a top three for me. I know. Oh, I feel like it's one of your top two. Yeah, top two. I yeah we have good places yeah I, I'm not convinced you're not no the Indians haven't convinced me yet but I love I, it I absolutely love it yeah what do you like uh, Wes what do you like I mean usually for for Indian food I like the Southern Indian cuisine which you can't really find in America which I, I at least I haven't found it yet there's one in Culver City Southern Indian yep. food so it's like more sour extremely different it's I a lot lighter it's a lot lighter less extremely uh, different yeah it's like it's not like the thick uh, like. They have, they have the, uh, buttery, um, uh, whatever. What's it called? The, uh, those crepes? What are they called? Like, oh, the papadam? Pancakes no. things? Yeah. They're yeah. like really thin crepes. They're not. Are they hard or soft? Hard. Yeah. Like chips. You break them up like. Yeah, it's like that's papadam. No, no, no. Uh, dosas. Oh, dosas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have like dosas and that, that yeah. dosa and the, the cone shaped dosa. Yeah. And they have like all these like, you know, like sea- more, more seafood options. Yeah. They have those fermented rice cakes that like a white. It's kind of like like yeah, all this all yeah. this stuff. You know, some like back to Hong Kong. Some of the best Indian food I've had also is is in Hong Kong. Oh, Hong yeah. Kong is such a eating place. Yeah, I mean, I've had best I mean, that's, German food. That's my, the my thing brother about and I got, Asian cities, man. We it's, got it's, Spanish food last time we were yeah. there, like tapas, 
what do you say? Topos, topos, topos. Yeah, topos. Yeah. We got that in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of Indian restaurants we've been to that are really, really good, and and they even have live music. Yeah. Which is which is we don't get live music in Kansas City. <laughs> so. But I like uh, really spicy, mm. like a vindaloo, and then I tell them hot. So whatever, chicken, lamb, whatever, vindaloo. Yeah. Hot. Oh, we're gonna do some. We're gonna do some spicy stuff, the next few days. How about that? Like what do you what? think? Both Korean food, but like I don't know. I just want to have some fun. Yeah, Steve, have you heard of the bomb? Yeah, I have it. You have the bomb. Yeah, I have it's it in my from, fridge. It's from KC. Yeah, it's from KC. I have it. You do you like it? Yeah, I take it. It's you don't really, actually it's eat really, it. Yeah, I do. My bottle's almost <laughs> empty. No, you no. Yeah. No, Get you out can of ask here. my wife. She bought, she bought it for me. What like, is your problem? It's so thick. Like I take a chopstick and yeah. I stick it in there and stir it up. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we literally did that out. like two days ago. Wait, yeah. what is your problem? <laughs> what do you eat it with? So spice is a tolerance thing. The more you, the more spice you eat, the more resistant you get. So the more hotter you have to go. So you can just eat the the bomb with like, uh, like chicken eat, wings or yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the bomb, dude. This guy is crazy. So, like, when I was in Thailand, uh, 2012, and um, was with Ralph and his, his wife's Thai. So, we go out to eat. And she, she actually made a meal for us. Like, we arrived. Um, and the next day, she made this meal, and it was pretty spicy. And I just ate it. And she was like, oh, that didn't bother you? I'm like, no. So, we went out to eat, and I said, hot. So, they taught me how to ask for hot. So, it was pet pet ma. Pet pet ma. Um, so now when I eat at a Thai restaurant, if they don't believe me, they'll say, well, what do you want? Medium, hot, Thai hot. I'm like, yeah, hot, Thai hot. Hey, let's, let's get some uh, spicy one lady, tomorrow with rain. Yeah, this is one lady. She said, are you sure? And I was with my wife and kids. I never used the, the term in Kansas, right? And I just remembered it from Thailand. And I looked at her and I said, Pepet Ma. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's like, what'd you say to her? I said, I said hot. Yeah. <laughs> Make it hot. <laughs> yeah, you, you have the luxury of being a white guy. So when an Asian hears you speak Mandarin or, or, or Thai, Thai or, or something, Korean they're like, okay, like, he, he's, we believe he's you business. now. We yeah. believe you. So uh, yeah, that, uh, when I was in Thailand, I remember um, Ralph's wife, I ordered some, uh, I don't remember what it was, maybe a like a gapow or something, you know, like a beef with an egg on top and spicy beef. And I said hot. And then she had a conversation with the waiter for a while. <laughs> and then... Uh, like Thai hot or white he, hot? And then yeah. he left and she looked at me and she said, he didn't believe you. I told him you eat like a Thai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, it was uh, fine. Well, you're... Okay. Yeah. It was fine. So Thai food tomorrow with rain. I wish we could go to Hollywood, but it's just too far. Yeah. There's some really good restaurants. I'm sure rain has, has spots in Orange County. Yeah. Or near him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Are we going to hit the auto museum? Well, we'll do that today. Yeah. yeah. Before K town. But okay. yeah, uh, tomorrow we'll get dinner with our guy rain. So who's been, have you been to this auto museum? Have you been? I went like eight years ago. Eight years ago. Okay. So my friend from Kansas City recommended it as well. So. Okay. We got to kill time somehow. So. Yeah. So this must be, it must be pretty premium. No, it's fine. So we'll yeah. eat, go there and then eat again. Eat again. And then and head back. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wait, so no K Town today? Oh no no. So Park. we'll we'll after this we'll eat lunch. Okay. Like a late lunch. Then we'll go to the museum and then do whatever around the area. Maybe go to other places and then we'll go to K Town because K Town's cool. ten minutes away from that from that. Oh place. cool cool yeah. And I'd rather go to K Town on Thursday, not Friday or Saturday, because yeah. it gets pretty. Yeah, it gets crazy. It gets pretty popping. Yeah, we can skip karaoke. It's just the three of us. No, yeah, yeah. we're not doing karaoke. It's uh, you got to drive here. Man. We need fourteen people for that. Yeah, minimum. You know, nothing, nothing. At a wrestling match. Nothing has come close <laughs> to that karaoke. The uh, first one. night in twenty eighteen when we had the punch out. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. no the, before that, the yeah. wrestle out. Oh yeah, it, it's funny because when we were in New York last year, two weeks ago, nobody wrestled. Um, no, I, don't, no, I got no, too drunk. I don't no know. No one fought. Remember. No, but uh, I, I was talking to a couple of the newer brands, like just started this year, and they're like, "So what's this thing about karaoke that we keep hearing about? <laughs> like, has the story made it that far?" <laughs> but yeah, I feel like yeah. that was something we started. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's funny. We didn't actually showcase you know, that wind know, up there. We I were just know, hanging out. I don't know like, if it was before we started doing that, but I used to go down. Or I went to Korea in 2017. So when I went back to wind up in New York, I just had this urge to go to Koreatown and get some uh, makole mm. and soju. So I started going by what, my What's makole again? It's Is uh, that the rice? The, yeah, it's the, a the white, fermented, yeah. milky, uh, yeah, yeah. probiotic yeah. alcohol yeah. drink, right? And uh, so I had it in Korea. And actually in Korea, it's, it has a lot more probiotics. Mm. They, they uh, what is it called when they zap it? They, uh, uh, no idea. They, they take the probiotics <laughs> out when they import it. Pasteurization? Pasteurization, oh. yeah. So, that, so they kill it. They kill the stuff that's good for you. Yeah. Well, um, when I came back from Korea and then I went to New York, I think Jeff Baca and I were um, just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And I said, let's go to Koreatown. And he had never had soju or makale or anything. So uh, he and I just went on our own and we went up. It might have been the year after we did the karaoke, but I'm like, I want to go to Koreatown and I want to I want to just sit. I just remember this night. It was it was just the two of us. We went up there and um, and we got soju, a couple beers. It was in the karaoke bar, but we didn't want to go in the rooms. It was mm. just, you know, the two of us. And I was talking to the bartender, and I ordered the Macaulay. And uh, he and I got talking about Korea, the bartender. And he had just moved here. And just talking about it made him homesick. Yeah. And I felt bad, but uh, <laughs> he was like, he was really, he was really showing it on his face. He yeah. was really homesick. And I don't know, you know, he wanted to go home. But... Uh, then we started going, you know, down there with big groups, yeah, and whatnot. But yeah, we've done yeah. that a number of times. I think at least three I've been on. Yeah, I, and we did it this year, and it was uh, a totally new group of people, right? Yeah, like For, uh, Greg Wood was there. So yeah, uh, yeah. Greg Wood went. <laughs> so when yeah. I show up again next year, yeah, you think about going? I, I wanted to go this year, but yeah. I just couldn't make it work. I, I chose L.A. Yeah, I chose L.A. over New York because yeah. does, uh, does I Chicago feel I feel like I'm getting I'm a little washed out in New York these days. Like mm. like I'm not it's not going to help me a whole lot. Mm. It'll be like, a you know, hanging out with you guys and go to karaoke or whatever. But I, I'm not yeah. more showing. for fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this does, is a little better. Do you know if uh, Chicago has a K-Town? I doubt it. I don't know, man. I don't know. They I mean, even yeah. Kansas City's got a little small K-Town. Yeah. 
Like, so we do it on our tour. Chicago's got some hot dogs. Yeah. And they got some pizza, but or Chicago pizza. But. Actually, the K-Town in Kansas City is out by me. It's it's in Overland Park. There's like an area where there's like a Korean grocery store, oh, home yeah. market, restaurant, liquor store. But they're all, it's all owned by the Koreans. Yeah. There's I went, like to, two or I three went to 888. Oh, you did? Yeah. After I told you? Yeah. Or? What's that? Chinese market. Yeah. It was, it's good. It was, yeah, it's pretty rough as far yeah. as Asian markets go. <laughs> rough, like uh, like all the Asian markets here now are like renovated and like nicer. Ours is more like Hong Kong. Style, Yours is more like traditional, style, yeah, like Asian market in the middle of nowhere type yeah, of thing. That's why I like. You walk in and you're like, ooh, what's that smell? Yeah, that smell. That's yeah. So <laughs> when I there's certain aisle, the spice aisle that I go to at the eight 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 market, yeah. and it's instant flashbacks like yeah. to Hong Kong. So that used to be a high V, right? Or uh, sorry, um, uh, yeah, it was a grocery store. A grocery store. What was a grocery? Store? I don't remember. It's then, been 888 for a long okay, time. Okay, so you know how grocery stores, um, they have the coffee dispensers, the coffee bean dispensers. Yeah, like large, like tall plastic uh, columns. Yeah, yeah. You pull the big thing. So then, they they use they reuse those for like red bean. Oh no way! And like all these like you know Asian yeah, yeah, types yeah. of beans. Was, oh, that's I've funny. never seen there's that ever yeah, live before. fish in there. There's there's. <laughs> Tongue and yeah. organ meat and well, like instead of coffee beans, you'll be getting red beans, yeah. green beans, like all <laughs> yeah. these like Asian types of beans. Oh, that's funny. So funny. So my my venture into durian started there. So the eight 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 market in it Kansas City like, has has been around a long time. Yeah. And so I went to Thailand in twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. So prepping myself for Thailand, I went to the market to look for durian. Yeah. And they did. They do have frozen durians. But they have these durian popsicles, which is a good oh. way. It's a good way to it's, start. It's a gateway. Yeah. It's a gateway. Yeah. So I bought the durian popsicles, yeah. which introduced me to the flavor. Yeah. Hey, let's and do it. You want to get uh, some durian? We'll this get weekend? some durian oh, this weekend, yeah. and we'll we'll do I we'll record durian. the podcast while eating it. I have not had it. I want to do this with oh. Frank though. Then. Oh yeah, Frank. Yeah, Frank for sure has to be on. Yeah. Do we have enough mics? It's been a few years. Yeah, yeah. I have um, I have one more mic, but yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. That's then. all the cables I have. Yeah, that's fine. It's gonna it's gonna make me cry. Oh, you don't like durian? No, I love it. Oh, it's just gonna. I give just. Me, it's gonna know, give me flashback. I don't know if we can get good durian here. That's the issue. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So <laughs> what we'll do is we'll get some dim sum, and then at the same time we'll hit up one of the markets around there, get some durian. Yeah. What about live octopus? Oh, we can go to Koreatown for that. We can go do that tonight. So, yeah. yeah somebody asked me the other day. You wanna do it? Um, yeah, sure. What's the strangest thing I've ever had to eat? And. I had the I had the I, I forget the name of it in Vietnam. They have the I think it's Bulaga uh, or Bulova. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> <laughs> the watch. Yeah, we ate a watch. <laughs> no, it, uh, bu- I can't remember the name of it, but it's a a, a, duck, a duck egg that's half balut. balut. Oh, balut. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I had that in Vietnam. That's Filipino. Yeah, that's Filipino. And Vietnam. yeah, yeah. Uh, so you the, tried it. Yeah, I ate the whole thing. Oh, and so it's good. I put I, the chili sauce yeah, on dude, it, and you're you're way more like. So, did oh, you get the beak and everything? Yeah, the, the, the little bird was in there mixed. Yeah. It's like bird. It's little like half meat, half baby egg. feathers. Yeah, ba- yeah. You put vinegar on it. I put this chili, this Vietnamese chili sauce oh, on it. God, but that's not the weirdest thing I've ever had. Okay. Okay. So yeah. when I was in South Korea, we went to Busan, and got some good we ass went, seafood there. We did. We we went to this market and we bought live octopus. They chopped it up. Yeah, still it, squirming. It squirms for like an hour. Yeah, and so we took it home pretty quick, and it, and the guy I was with his wife mixed it with the sauce, and flavored it. 
and then dropped it on the table and it was all the pieces were still moving oh, yep. raw yeah raw yeah. so you just chop stick yep. grab them throw them in your mouth but as soon as you put them to your mouth they they cling the, the suckers cling to you yeah you know you could lips. die people have died yeah. by swallowing it without chewing it so like, the way i explain this to people cuz they're like what did that feel like and i tell them it felt like low voltage electricity Okay, because okay. when it when the suckers stick to you, you feel this vibration, like <laughs> almost like a low. Have you ever been shocked by a low voltage electrical? Those wire? are like prank prank pins. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. prank pen, yeah. or yeah. like like if you're working on a sprinkler system. Yeah, which yeah. You yeah. probably don't have that here in L.A., yeah. but in Kansas, it's not, it's not allowed. Oh, yeah, Sprinklers not, not allowed. We got to work on a sprinkler system. Yeah. Yeah. You touch the low voltage, and you get a little. Zzz. Yeah, that's. That's the sensation you get when the octopus will grab onto you. It's yeah. like, oh, that's ah, You like it? Good. I don't, I mean, I would choose other things. But so yeah. that's the craziest thing you've had? That's not that crazy. You've had crazy words. in the sense that it was sticking to my mouth. Yeah. And, and, and I was, like you said, I was worried about choking on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and how, about, how about you? Strangest thing. Well, I always say this like, when we talk about crazy foods, yeah. I always say, in another universe, another galaxy, there's different animals eating humans and treating the humans yes. the same yeah. as us how we treat these little animals you yeah. know yeah yeah like when when uh, we ate pork cracklings the other day oh yeah there's right. definitely somewhere out there where they're eating human cracklings yeah <laughs> i know? think there's a radiohead song about this probably but in uh, in our universe what have you eaten that most people would be like that's kind of strange i mean i've had turtle i've had ostrich i've had spiders i've had crickets i've had mm. scorpions i've had uh, what I can't do, all that's fine to me. What I can't do is innards. Mm. I'm just not an innards. I'm not yeah, an awful like person. Intestines. I've had that. I'm not yeah. an awful I guy. haven't had the bugs, but I've had the intestines, mm. and I've had the tripe, and I've had the... Okay, I'll eat tripe. I can do yeah. tripe. Yeah. I can't do intestine. Tongue. I can't... You like even liver? Foie gras is okay, mm. but even then, in small quantities, pate's fine. <laughs> yeah. Small quantities. I can't, but like liver and onions, not really. Mm. I don't like how yeah. it turns into sand in your mouth and it mm. tastes super like me- metallic yeah i can't do that i had a zebra mm. that's normal in normal. parts of the world yeah i don't know what were you were you in a i was in london i, I, had, I, I had wallaby up, wasn't uh, in like an african militia <laughs> we will eat the zebra i, I actually i asked them because i thought that it was an endangered species but yeah there are four species yep. three of them are endangered and the fourth one you can eat it legally. it's like dogs so yeah like dogs yeah. so so when i was in vietnam i remember being told about how they they liken eating endangered species and exotic animals but the reality is you're probably not eating it you're paying for it but they, they substitute it like with rat or crap yeah. yeah so so you think you're eating yeah. a lion and yeah. it's it's a raccoon yeah yeah <laughs> didn't your dad eat like panda or something like many years my ago my dad's had all sorts of shit i don't yeah. know if it's real or not yeah. but he's, <laughs> he's had panda before yeah. in the 90s before it was illegal well it's still pretty it was illegal. probably still illegal he's had um uh that indonesian endangered endangered crab it's um coconut crab oh the giant like the giant massive they're as big as a trash bin yeah yeah and they're they clean the the coconuts yeah. indonesian sasquatch yes exactly <laughs> but those are endangered and he ate yeah. them uh he's had all sorts of bullshit and yeah, I don't want to get into that, but yeah, um, that was a different time. Different time, exactly. It was a different yeah. time. I had wallaby, which is normal in Australia. I've had 
I haven't had kangaroo yet, which I've had kangaroo. I had jerky. kangaroo. I went to Australia. Yeah, I yeah. went to Australia in '95, mm-hmm. and I had a kangaroo pop pop. I thought you went to Italy in '95. You're right. No, uh, <laughs> I did both. They were back to back. So okay. the, the yeah. summer of '95, I went to um, Australia, and then the, the winter of '96, I went to Italy. Back in the summer, we, of we were one. I was quite the traveler in college. <clears throat> yeah, like I, yeah. I, any time awesome. I had the opportunity, I just went. Yeah. The 90s, man. That was the 90s. You can get yeah. away with anything. Australia was great. I have great memories of that. I was 19 years old. 19, I can't imagine you at 19. The amount 19, of no parents, Australia, Jeez. Sydney. He's uh, just the same as he is now. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I latched onto our tour guide who was in his 20s, and he took yeah. me out like every night. But you <laughs> seem like, but your head is screwed on pretty. His name was Skeet. Skeet. Your, your head's screwed on pretty, like. Pretty, it's a balance. Pretty right. Because, like, I don't think you've, you didn't do any crazy, like, illegal stuff, right? No. Like, you're pretty straight edge no. in, in that, in that yeah. sense. I mean, some of, a lot of places I've been to, like, you do drugs, they'll, like, execute you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you never know, man. Like, some people think they're above, like, at I think, that age. Especially matter, Americans, right? like, when they go to foreign countries, they think they're, like. No, no. No, I, I actually. So, the <clears throat> funny story about Australia is I, I, I was a young. Like, even at 19, I feel like I was handled myself well at the bar. Like, I could sit at the bar and talk to people. That's a life skill. And it is a life skill, right? Yeah. And so I was at the bar in my hotel, and I start talking to these, these elderly parents, um, and the husband and wife. And I was talking uh, to them for a while. And they asked me how old I was. I told them I was 19. Their son was also 19, and he was up in the room. And so they said, you, you need to meet our son. Well, can you say it in, in, in their accent? Uh, yeah, South African. He was like, Rocco. So like, so they're <laughs> like, South African? He, yeah, Rocco Kadzi. Okay. Right. So Rocco was South African, and his parents were like, you need to meet our son, and, and, and you guys can have fun together and all this. We're two 19-year-olds, right? And so... so um, I gave his parents my room number. I was like, well, here's my room number. I was by myself. I mean, I had chaperones like on the trip, but I had my own room. And uh, so Rocco calls my room. He's like, hello? He's like, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, so he and I go out. His parents basically said, we met this guy. He's your age. We like him. Go have fun. Yeah. That's that wouldn't happen now. And yeah. Rocco and I, we went down to the King's Cross. So all the Aussie listeners are going to know all about this, right? Is this so, Sydney or what? This is in Sydney. The King's Cross is like Westport. Hmm. Okay, so it's the bar district. Okay, and and at the time there was a bar called the Bourbon and Beefsteak. So we go down to the Bourbon, <laughs> <laughs> the Bourbon and Beefsteak, and we're like drinking with the rugby guys and yeah. having a good old time, live music, all this stuff. Literally two 19-year-old kids out on their own. His parents gave me the green light to take him out because I talked to him for a while at the bar, right? (laughs) And we literally ran out of money, out of money, totally out of money. Mm. And I went to the taxi driver and I convinced the taxi driver to just take us back to the hotel. I have more money in the room. Let me out. Rocco will stay in the car. I'll go get the money and I'll pay you. And the cabbie's like, okay. So he got us home, but we ran out of money. <laughs> but you had more money, right? In, yeah. in the room, okay. yeah. And yeah. I, I went to the room and I paid the guy. And yeah. But the, the way I look back on it, like you said, is that I don't know if that would happen today. No, uh, no way. Yeah. Like his parents were totally like, and and the the cool the, the final 
conclusion on that is that this was in the 90s and then like a decade later Facebook comes out mm. and I start searching for these people and I found him and we became Facebook friends and we communicated for a while after that and I yeah. still I can look him up I can send him a message now that's cool oh, that's I can funny. send him photos he's married yeah. he actually moved out of South Africa and to Perth Australia mm. because a lot a lot of South Africans moved out yeah so he went to Australia um, and married with like three kids now and, yeah so um, what was his accent like was it like a lock to Bach up <laughs> the road because uh we have a South African. South friend. African, yes. yeah. I don't know. They, they speak funny for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I have, I have, yeah I've got. A, I know some South Africans in Kansas yeah. City, and yeah, I lock to bock. Lock to lock my bock. Hey, how are you doing? Huh? Uh, Let's go fishing. I get them mixed up. My German and my South African. Yeah. My, they get yeah. all mixed up. We can save yeah. the. We can save the the impressions for my another, Russian for another yeah. episode. There was a Russian guy on the airplane behind me. I I can yeah. I'm I'm good with with listening to foreign languages and identifying them very quickly. Oh yeah, for sure. And even like and, and this is something like I I'm into it, so like I can tell the difference between. It gets a little confusing with Japanese and Korean, but eventually I can figure it out. Yeah. Um, See for us, I think Chinese and Japanese easy to figure. out. I don't speak yeah. uh, maybe, but like it's super easy to tell. I like I can immediately tell what type of Asian you are. Yeah, right. Just by seeing you. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to hear you speak. I just look at Dude, you. you. You can tell when they speak English, yeah. If they're like Asian or not Asian, I just look just at you. Even, oh, yeah, close your like eyes. A, even like someone like me, I have an Asian accent, even though I'm 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 born in Austin. You know, you don't have an Asian accent. No, 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 no. <laughs> Asian Americans have an accent, and it's because their parents. Maybe not you. No, your parents are you English. and you and Wes and and Jerry too. Jerry moved here when he was like 10. Well, Jerry, has had, like, Jerry, has had, like, Jerry had Jerry had Jerry had a similar. He has a Lawrence accent. But no, we <laughs> Yeah, cuz the parents never lose the accent. It's like Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. He he moved here in the 70s and he yeah, never still, lost yeah. the Austrian accent. No, no, I, I can definitely tell an ABC's accent. Mm. Close my eyes, I can tell. I know especially Asian like Asians from California. Asian Americans from California, they speak like Asian Americans from California. Maybe it was a California thing. I don't I th- know. I thought I knew what you meant, but I tried to listen. I couldn't tell. No, no, no. Like, it's, it's, it's extremely subtle, but you can tell. But anyways, I can tell what type of Asian you are just, just by looking at you. So what kind of Asian is Steve? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, all, he's a mix of all parts. <laughs> I'm my uh, Vietnamese friend, he's, he's Buddhist. His wife thinks I'm reincarnated Vietnamese. I think South... Uh, Southern Chinese would be like a good uh, like in between point mm. for him. So like Xinjiang. Yeah. Yeah. What about Yangjiang? <laughs> the Sun River. <laughs> That's where we make our knives. Yeah. 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 It's knife. It's knife city, China. But I was telling Steve, the capital of the knife world. I was telling Steve, you got to hit up this place called Hong Kong Star in, in Olathe, Kansas. It's got some uh, of the best roast duck I've had. Oh, is it in, in America? Food. Yeah. Yeah, they have two menus too. They have a yeah, when, Chinese when we go, menu and they have a English let, menu. Let's go early so we can spend like two full days there. I have not heard of this place. Go. Yeah. Run. <laughs> let's get the duck. Yeah. So what actually um I went with uh, Melissa's mom and, and one of her aunts. They ordered they, they told the chef no salt, no MSG. And I was like, What the fuck? Like yeah. no. Another twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like, "That is so weird." Like, I never heard of no salt ever, and it's gonna taste like crap. Yeah, it comes out 
perfectly seasoned. And they came out to confirm. No salt. Are you sure? We're like, yep. Everything came out perfect. All the seasonings stuck in the pan. Yep. All the years of, of cooking food. In fact, some of them were still too salty for my taste. So really? uh, how did they... Was it like roast, barbecue, or... Uh... Well, the, the duck, you, you can't choose the salt level because it's already made. Yeah. But um, it's a... It's a it's a Chinese restaurant, but with Cantonese, like Cantonese food. Um, they have your typical like Cantonese American stuff, egg foo young, whatever. But they also have some legit Cantonese stuff. And what a, the roast duck was wow, that was good. One of my fond memories of Hong Kong was getting roast goose. Roast goose is and, the uh, superior. So I was roasted with, meat. I was yeah. with my friend who's you know multi generational. Yeah, like family's been there forever. And um, he's older than me. He's in his 50s now. And, and he said, is there anything in Hong Kong you want to do while you're here? And this was like the first year I went. So like 2011. And I said, roast goose. Good. And he said, this was the funny thing. He said, oh, okay, we need to drive about 40 minutes outside of Hong Kong for that. And Wait, I was like, are you kidding me? What's outside of Hong Kong? Right. So... But he's right because there are some famous places in Hong Kong to well, like get the new roast territories goose. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's saying, like, you could go downtown to where everybody knows to get the goose, but I'm going to take you to a, a local place oh. in a smaller town mm. that's better See, you than got the, the one downtown. You got the experience, man. Yeah. The so we drove 40 minutes to get the goose. Sometimes yeah. it's worth it. Was it worth it? Oh I mean, yeah. Driving 40 minutes in Hong Kong though, so like two miles, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was 40 minutes from Central. No, from uh, TST. Chunwan. Oh yeah. West side. Yeah. Okay. Chunwan. Yeah. So from Chunwan, you go up, oh, and then we went west. Yeah. So we went towards the airport. Maybe I yeah. think. I think I, I don't remember. Yeah. He was driving, right? Yeah. I was yeah. just in the back seat. <laughs> but uh, we went to a smaller town. And, uh, no one spoke English. No, well, yeah, no he, he ordered. Yeah. He, he just took care of it. Oh, we, we, we even went. He, his brother uh, opened a sushi place up near the Chinese border, and we drove all the way up there to get sushi hmm. one Jeez. time in a mall. So we went to a mall, kind of a cheaper mall where they got like, you know, all the stuff out in the way, yeah. and you have to kind of like navigate through all the crap. Man, we've talked about sushi too much. Oh, yeah, we got to convince this guy to, uh, of, of, of Japanese food. Let's, I, I, we're in Los Angeles. I guarantee we can find okay. a, a real some, traditional Japanese sushi. Some of the best Japanese food in America is yeah, in I bet. LA. Really um, bet. Okay, Steve, what's, okay, let's go through the top three Asian cuisines. Your top three. My top three. I got to go. I got to go Thai. Thai is number one. Mm. Although I eat more Vietnamese because there's a Vietnamese restaurant like a mile from my house. It's really good. I love the family that owns it. <sighs> It's affordable. Like I go in there, I can eat, I can eat better in there, and cheaper than Arby's or McDonald's. Oh, gosh. like I can eat ten dollars and I can get like pho or and it's uh, more boom. nutritional too. Like yeah, Arby's and, and is just it's, it's a family-owned place. Yeah, so I'm constantly going in there. I get coffee in the morning. I get the I get the <clears throat> spring rolls. What's the place get, called? You didn't tell me. Uh, it's Pho Saigon. Okay. Yeah, it's right by my office. Uh, okay. Jerry loves it too. He'll come over from Olathe. We'll go. We'll go to there and eat. Yeah. Uh, but but I, Thai is more expensive in my town than Vietnamese, so I don't eat Thai yeah. as much. Yeah. There's so many but places I prefer, we could bring you. I prefer it. Dude, we so. go to Garden Grove, Westminster. That's Viet Central here. We go to East Hollywood with all the Thai food in the world you could ever dream of. It's all up there. Indian food, go to fucking Little India and fucking Artesia, right? Mm. Japanese food, 
Torrance, Gardena, Little Tokyo, Mexican food, the entire Southern California. So for Chinese, I think dim sum is my favorite. Yeah. So my hot take is there's no good Chinese food here, and people would would be like, I agree. what? I agree. With like that. they're shocked. We're starting to get good Chinese food, and Jerry's validated this because he's from like Northeast yeah. China. Mm. And he's like, we went to a place in Lawrence. Very, this, there's more cilantro. How, how far is Lawrence from? Uh, forty Park? minutes, thirty, okay. forty minutes. Not far. Is it north? It's west. It's where KU west. is. Okay. University of Kansas. So it's a college town. Yeah. So you got a lot of good coffee shops, a lot of good restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more mellow. Um, but yeah, there's um, I find it. I I I can't. I couldn't tell you, like a really good Chinese food spot here in LA. All across San Gabriel, like I can't find a good place. Kansas City is great for food, and I can tell you, I lived five years in Phoenix. Yeah, and my friends that were born in Phoenix that I met when I lived there, you know, a lot of them would be like, "Hey, isn't this so much better than the Midwest?" And I would say, "No, No. the restaurants are better in the Midwest because we have more diversity, we have more cultures, we have more immigrants." And if we have a chance, we we can go to. Westminster Garden Grove. Yeah. Because Steve likes Vietnamese food. I mean, we can go out there anyways because rain, rain is close. Oh, yeah. So my friend Dan, his father-in-law lives there. Yeah. In Garden, Westminster or Garden Grove? In the Vietnamese area of Los Angeles, whatever that is. Yeah. He said Little Saigon. Yeah, it'll be there. Little Saigon would be or- Westminster Garden Grove. Yeah. yeah. Orange, that's Orange County. Yeah. He's, I think he's coming out here like next week or something. Cool. Yeah. Well, you should text him and ask him, hey, what's a good restaurant? Because I'm not into Vietnamese food mm-hmm. as much so I don't really know yeah do you have a favorite Asian cuisine yeah it'd be uh, well I mean it'd be Lao <laughs> okay <laughs> Lao, we did get Laosian food Lao <laughs> and Cambodian food is just messed yeah. up Thai food <laughs> yeah Thai food with tarantulas <laughs> yeah. like I've been to Cambodia like the food is no no bueno man it's yeah. not good and it's just like a weird well, shittier a rough, version of Thai they had a rough exactly past exactly like I went to the landmine museum like yeah. it was I've got I've got a friend in Kansas City from, from Laos yeah his, his dad fled that mm. it's, yeah they had a hard time so the fact that they have real cuisine at all is, is a great no, thing. I watched the, yeah. the Anthony Bourdain's when he was there. He mm-hmm. talked about like the why you eat the tarantulas and it's because they went. They, There's nothing else. They ran into the jungle and tried yeah. to eat whatever they could find Freaking and then make it taste was, good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So add the spices and oh, I got to text my wife and ask her to move my my Thai chilies inside because it's going to drop <laughs> to 29 degrees tonight. <laughs> Wait, so you're, you're growing Thai chilies? Yeah, I bought well, I bought it from Dan. So are they red or green? I think they start green. They, they start red. green, turn red. Oh, right. Peppers, yeah. they just change colors. Yeah. Yeah. They're not different, like, yeah. different yeah, types. Yeah. Right. Have you tried it yet? Did they start to fruit? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. It's a. It's like a three-foot-tall bush now. Oh, really? Yeah, I, got pl- I get plenty of chilies off it. I got to yeah. move it inside, though, because yeah. it's going to freeze tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah, my, my number one cuisine would be, I mean, you can't consider them the same, but, like, Chinese, Taiwanese. Mm. Um, second would be, at this point, it would be Japanese, third would be Korean. Mm. So I actually don't have any Southeast Asian cuisines in my in my top three. Yeah. But if I expanded to five, number four would be Thai food. Number five, I don't know yet. Malaysian. I, you have I, to have like Malaysian I have not had enough Malaysian. I'm not like you where I, mm. I, I was in Singapore. Like yeah. I, I don't, I was not exposed to Malaysian or Singapore mm. or 
or that type of food. Have you been to Singapore? No. No. Oh, damn. So when we were in, when I was in Thailand, we late at night you could go into a gas station or a convenience store and buy Thai food in like a container. Mm-hmm. Like a like in you know in Kansas we have Quick Trip. You can go buy sandwiches or pizza or hot dogs or whatever. In Thailand you could get like gapao beef mm-hmm. or you know like uh, lemongrass something. I mean in East and in, in, in Asia like and it was co- good. The convenience stores have everything. Yeah, it was yeah. Go- it was good and it was cheap. Yeah. And I'm like this would be like. 15 bucks in Kansas City and you yeah. get it in a gas station here. Yeah. Man, when I went to Bamboo Pennies in Town Center in Overland Park, 22 bucks for a pad thai. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. But like $22. Like that's more expensive than LA. Yeah. There's parts of Overland Park that are more expensive than it's LA. Like, damn. like this morning we were getting coffee and I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, five bucks a cold brew and like that's what we pay back in yeah. Kansas City. So. Yeah. Jeez. But it was good. Should we go eat? $15 cheeseburgers. Let's get some sausages. Yeah. <laughs> sausages and brews, and then we'll go to the car museum. Yeah. Walk around that area, and then we'll get some Korean cool stuff. We'll do a part two tomorrow. Then we'll go some, get some dadango. Yeah. Or some tobang. <laughs> <laughs>